Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Creative Control with Vish Khanna. Hello, everyone. And you, you particularly listening. I know that there's potentially a group of people listening, but I'd like to focus in on you right now, you particularly listening to my voice. How you, how are you? How are you doing? You doing okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, oh, I'm okay. I'm not great, actually. I'm all right. Things are fine. You know, this week, I'm headed to the Halifax Pop Explosion in the beautiful city of Halifax, Nova Scotia. I'm going to be appearing in a couple of capacities. I was invited to come and do a live interview with the Toronto band Mets, so I'm going to do that. That's at 2 p.m. on Saturday, October 26th, which, by the way, is my cat Gary's ninth birthday. Happy ninth birthday, Gary, in advance. I don't know when you're... Gary's a little behind on the show, so he's got he's subscribed, but I don't know what episode he's on. But hopefully he hears this one. And then, uh, so yeah, I'm interviewing Mets on the Saturday, but on the Friday, the 25th, I'm doing a talk on uh, the relationship between comedy and music at the Halifax Pop Explosion. So that's going to be fun. I don't know what the hell I'm doing yet, but I got to figure that out. Now, brings me to my guest on this week's show. He's a funny guy. He bridges the worlds of comedy and music. His name is Nick Thorburn. And he plays in a band called Islands. It's his own thing. And Islands just put out a record called Ski Mask uh, in September. And in the summertime, I don't remember when it was. Maybe it was August. I I don't remember. But at some point, I went to Toronto and I spoke to Nick about the new record. And we went deep. We talked about a lot of stuff that I don't think he's really talked about too much before. You know, in his own guarded slash revealing way. He was pretty frank and it was fun. So... Islands are playing the Halifax Pop Explosion. I've been sitting on this interview for a while. It seemed like the right time to play it. So here's myself and Nick Thorburn talking about the new Islands record, Ski Mask. Enjoy it. And we'll see you in Halifax. And make sure you get my cat a present. He's he's awesome. This week, the Bookshelf Cinema is screening Psycho, 15 Reasons to Live, Watermark, Haute Cuisine, and Good Old Frida. As part of the Bookshelf's 40th anniversary reading series, Deborah Cowley traces the work of Kathy Knowles, founder and director of the Osu Children's Library Fund, which has established seven libraries in Ghana and 200 similar initiatives around Ghana and other African 
countries. Callie reads from her book, The Library Tree, at the E-Bar on October 23rd at 7 p.m. Later that evening at the E-Bar, you can see The Balconies with Trouble and Daughter. On October 24th, Good for Grapes with Jordan Raycroft. And a Kazoo is throwing a pre-Halloween masquerade party on October 25th, featuring Esther Gray, The Famines, Marine Dreams, and Start Something, all of the aforementioned musical events at the E-Bar, uh, which is located in the Bookshelf, which is itself located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Visit bookshelf.ca for more information. say about where we are what kind of thing do you want me to say about it <laughs> that we're in a we're in a we're, we're, we're outside s- at a restaurant so we're probably annoying all the other customers I think yeah no i think it's fine that's okay though so uh what brings you to toronto right now you're doing like press things well that was that was uh an afterthought originally i, I mean i'm here because my sister's having a baby oh eventually it's late oh by a week but any day now, any minute now, it's going to happen. So that's why I came to see the fam and see the baby. Are you a, are you an uncle already? No, not yet. It's like your first time being yeah, an uncle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a child. I know. Two-year-old. I he's, do know that. It's beautiful. It's, he's a great little kid. Do you, do you like kids? Do you like babies? Uh, I'm warming up to him slowly. <laughs> As I get older, it's like, oh, yeah, I should probably do that. Yeah, you I don't want to. I don't need someone to take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> I do not want to be on my deathbed alone that's yeah. my worst nightmare just being also al- alzheimer's but those also death in general <laughs> i think those, those three are, the trifecta those are fairly normal uh normal fears i would think yeah it's pretty normal i know i'm pretty i'm pretty vanilla about with my fears <laughs> i can't handle uh suffocation and drowning i can't swim see that's how i want to go out because they say Drowning is a, is akin to like a heroin uh, high. Oh, yeah. How it's like that that release of uh, endorphins. It's an extreme release of endorphins. Really? Yeah. So I'm super into drowning, or heroin. <laughs> Both. Maybe I'll overdose and then jump in a pool. All right. That sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, we, I want to talk a little bit about you know the first song on your new record is Waveforms. True. Which is like a technical kind of. That's like an in-joke, I think, for audio people. Yes, it's people. a play on... It's the old play on words. Right, because yeah. a waveform, for people who don't know, is is what basically, digitally, what digital sound waveforms look like. It's Correct. Like when you record into it, it looks like a little waveform. Mm-hmm. But you've kind of employed it as a metaphor in other ways. Is that fair? I would say it has a couple meanings. Yeah, the wave, the, the wave of tr- uh, musical trends... And uh, musical, fa- you know, favor, critical favor uh, that I've been uh, on the edge of receiving. Um, and also, you know, it's uh, Island's kind of uh, themat- overall thematic is, is oceanic. Right. So it sort of ties into the, the, the aqua marine <laughs> themes. Sure. Sure, that makes sense. But I mean... I think it also, when I, li- when I listen to the song, it kind of speaks to a sort of, imb- and I don't want to paint too 
I, I mean, I don't want to give make it so heavy-handed, but it, it kind of has an embittered tone. The new records, yeah, has. a little bit. And a lot of it seems like it's vindictive. Well, it's a lot of very self-aware about sort of music industry stuff. Are you kind of feeling underappreciated as a band, or what's what's your deal um, right now? Look, I'm fine. Uh, I'm grateful. I really am I'm grateful that I've gotten this far. But uh, I guess it feels like a breaking point a little bit, and I feel. I feel like the music um, is, it's just such a, become such a part of my life that I feel I've given everything to it. And um, I guess I'm just sort of waiting. I feel like I've been waiting for something to happen, you know, but uh, ultimately it's fine. I just, yeah, there's, there's, there's an anger to the record. There's a, there's a violent um, intimidation. I think lyrically, I'm trying, trying, uh, I'm at my wit's end, I guess. You know, externally, some people wouldn't really know where you're coming from. Your bands, your work in general, like, when you look at the whole trajectory of what you've done, people pay attention to it. Seemingly, people are coming to see you. You're often on tour. Uh, mm. You're putting out records. You've worked with some great labels. But I want more. What do you want? What do you ultimately I want? I want it all, baby. <laughs> um, you know, I want fucking validation. I want, uh... I want recognition. I want respect. I want, I want adoration. I want to be. I want people to grovel at my feet and throw shit at me. Mo- not shit, literal shit, but like money and and nice things. I want people to just fucking beg for my the, my attention. You want to be a rock star. I right. Mean, I guess I could have said that. <laughs> no, I appreciate the detailed, itemized list of things you need. But I also... That's am my writer. That's just my uh, page one of my... <laughs> <laughs> That's your writer, basically. Writer, yeah. yeah. Well, why do you suppose these things... Uh, who can possibly guess as to why these things have eluded you? You've exhibited talent. You know, you're obviously very prolific. You've got all these different projects going. Why do you suppose this... And at the same time, as I said earlier, like some people would say that, Nick, this stuff has not eluded you in the past. Like you've had coverage from all the people that you would think you'd want coverage from and... <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. What's going on? I don't know. And I don't even have... It's not like I have this musical... I, it wasn't always something I even wanted to do. It was kind of a plan B. The th- first thing I wanted to do was become a filmmaker. And I realized it was much easier to make music, make records cheaper, and the gratification was quicker. So I abandoned filmmaking to to do music, but... So it's not like I even, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel, I don't want to feel in, like an ingrate. I just, uh, I just put everything into this stuff. I put my heart and soul into these records. And um, I feel like I've made good records, yeah. better records than, you know, I hate like, uh, thank you. I hate uh, everything. What do you hate? contemporary music and I just listen to things I'm like how did that sneak by how did that how do people tolerate not only tolerate but worship these idiots and these terrible songs but then again I listen to my old records and I'm I think well that's garbage I made a lot of garbage like it's embarrassing so I'm I'm also self-critical it's not like I'm I let myself off the hook I'm not that easy on myself either well, I mean, that some of the stuff you're talking about is all just like luck and timing. You know, people get attention and, and get an audience. Yeah, and I'm not losing sleep. I'm not trying to, like, crack that code because that's a loser's game. Yeah. I'm making records 
for me and it's like I love doing it I need to do it um, but it, you know yeah I'm not trying to like I'm not this bitter like sad person who feels like I'm trying to catch up to something you know vampire weekend or something I'm I'm fine I, I'm like I'm I'm in a good place but anyway this is already too it's uh, too much open I'm already being too too honest with you is it because we're we know each it's other because we go back I guess yeah, yeah well this is the only reason you're marinating me right now <laughs> you're marinating me I am marinating you all right fine well let's I, I want to actually ask you about the filmmaking thing because that's actually news to me why did you why did you stop pursuing that as a as well a I graduated from film school and then I realized I'd need, I'd need money that I didn't have to make a movie that would take months and months and thousands of dollars just to like get it scene and f- you know for what end like what like wh- it, th- basically the the means to the end seemed it seemed irrational and i was also doing unicorn stuff and was at, at the time that i was finishing school i was unicorn stuff felt like it was becoming sort of magical the 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 bond that i was forming with that band and we made a record for $200 and that was it it was like that's that was the seed money for that project mm. and that was that's it blossomed into you know millions and millions of dollars <laughs> it just uh, that did well for you i mean that's when i don't know who if the canadian tax uh <laughs> re- i'm joking if the it didn't make millions cra of millions. no yeah. it made p- pennies and i spent it all <laughs> but did that i have nothing did that experience sort of influence you as a songwriter like that like, uh, did what influence sort of your filmmaking background oh yeah I kind of I kind of uh, employ the, the filmmaking techniques and themes and and, uh, and just like thinking in cinematically sometimes like visually I'm a pretty visual guy I draw that was like the first thing I wanted to do was to be an animator or draw or something so yeah so I come from a visual place and I don't. I'm not musically schooled, so it's very intuitive to begin with. You don't have any musical training at all. Like you just never took a lesson in my life. Huh? What yeah. what possessed you to pick it up? I moved to this town on Vancouver Island, and I had zero friends. I was bullied every day, and I saw these punks hanging out, and they looked cool. They had mohawks, and they listened to cool music, and they looked cool, and they played punk music and I was like I want to do that they they're it's like I couldn't fit in with with the cool kids it was I figured I'd hang with the rejects so I became friends with the punks and and tried to be a one and and uh, I not I didn't know how to hold the guitar but I but I watched them and kind of was thought it was a cool thing to do and I yeah and I just sort of bought like a 75 my dad bought me like a 75 dollar piece of shit acoustic guitar and I um, tried to write songs and that was it I always loved music so I always it felt natural but huh. yeah I just figured it out you know I figured well this my fingers okay, cool. here make a make it sounds good but I was making weird voicings on the guitar like it was it was all backwards but it worked you know yeah I had no idea you had no training at all you seem like someone who really knows their way around whatever instruments you're playing yeah when the unicorn started I played bass just because we needed a bass and I had never touched a bass before so it was really I mean bass is if you don't know how to play anything bass you can get away with it because it's you know you can be a really good bass player and it can be hard to master but it's easy to kind of pick up so that's where I really started right with the unicorns was with bass and and uh figuring it out as I went 
learning one, by doing. One of the notions about you, I think, sort of externally is that in islands you've made really eclectic records. Like that's, I mean, for lack of a better term, I don't know if eclectic is even necessarily a bad term. Does that, does that mean anything to you? Does that connote something when someone says that you've made, you know, very different sounding records? Oh yeah, every time. You, each time out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. I, I've always tried to I, I'm very um, indecisive, and I wanted. I'm like, oh, I want to do this now. I want to do that, and I get, I get bored easy, and I get distracted, and and uh, can't commit to one thing. And so, yeah, I think I just wanted to try different things every time out. But I feel like this new record is sort of a distillation of all those sounds. Yeah. Now, how? Of. How? Why does? That, why does that? Why has that happened? Why are you at a point where you've kind of? taken everything it's like this weird accumulation of everything you've done in the band i guess i mean that's sort of the narrative that surrounds this record in terms of sort of you know press materials and things like that but you just said it so it must be true yeah, um, yeah. why do you suppose that is why have you reached a point where this cumulative uh, effort is now presented to people well you can only pivot so many degrees before you come back around so i guess i just came full circle on the sounds but I don't know I mean um, I don't know if it was a conscious thing I'd had some song these some of these songs had been sitting with I'd been sitting with for a while and I was trying to find a place for them to fit into the uh, in, into a collection you know and another thing about going to art school is the con the, c the concept is a big thing like conceptualism especially the school I went to the, the idea of having like a cohesive whole unified theme through a work is like it was it was uh encouraged so i really feel like every record i've made tries to have one unified theme or concept that runs the through line of, of the record and um so i guess that's that's uh, i try to find commonality with the songs and the thematic that you're discussing can be sonic as well as l lyrical mm -hmm. right like it's yeah like vapors the third one was i was trying to do more of an electronic thing it was less less lyrical than than musical yeah right and we talked a little bit already about kind of the self-aware music business sort of aspect of ski mask but is right. there other other sort of through lines through the through the songs that you can talk about like well, yeah, I mean, that, that's just a little, that's almost like a, a, an analogy for other things, too. Like, I'm almost using, like, I'm layering the <laughs> the the meaning and I'm filtering it through my frustration. But it's really actually more relationship shit. It's oh. more of a personal, uh, waveforms really is like, is, 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 is kind of a, continuation of a sleep and a forgetting it's kind of the moving on from that that particular song yeah waveforms yeah okay. and that's sort of why it opens up the record too is because it's it's it picks up where a sleep and a forgetting left off which is which is the the breakup record which is the 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 relationship record and so this is kind of the continuation of that the, the moving on from that okay but does that suggest that you're where are you at sort of in terms of your understanding of how you relate to relationships, if you will. Where am I at with it? Yeah. Um, pretty Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Despondent. I think I'm, it's, it's, I think I'm doomed. You're not having, you're not feeling better about yourself, or like, no. I, sometimes I feel fine about myself, but I, I can't, uh, I can't function. I can't co I can't uh, cohabitate. This is something work. you've discovered about yourself. I think so. I think I'm just a hermit. Because sometimes you write songs like this, and they, it sort of becomes this sort of therapeutic exercise, right? Sure. Yeah. And it's all catharsis for me. Right. All of these songs. It's very and, selfish. And the notion of a ski mask, I mean, not to get too into to it, but like, yeah. I think of Canada, but I also think, yeah. of, I, I think of thievery. I think of... Sure. Intimidation um, and thievery. Yeah. I'm breaking the doors down. And that speaks to more to the industry side where it's like putting the mask on and we're just going to fucking rob the place because I'm sick of waiting around. <laughs> yeah. So what do you ultimately want? Like we, we talked about it earlier. You said you want everything, but I mean, at this point, I mean... All I ever wanted was everything. <laughs> there must be some objective that you wish you could. I mean, do you, when you see bands achieving a certain amount of success, like what do you, what do you want at this point? I, there must. I be want more. I mean, everything. Yeah, I feel like there's been a, there's been diminishing returns as far as Islands, uh, uh, you know, the perce- the public perception or the public consumption of Islands, and you know, I, I don't know. I just think I've. I've feel like i've continued to make strong records it's not like i've it's not like i've rested on any laurels or, or I've, I've repeated myself or and you know i might have made some weird turns that have alienated people but and it's a saturated market or whatever i don't sure. say market but <laughs> marketplace <laughs> and uh yeah diminishing returns i sound like a fucking businessman but i'm not that's why i'm that's kind of why i'm lousy at this is because i'm a terrible Terrible yeah. businessman. It's it's kind of interesting how much those two lie. You have to kind of have a parallel sort of consciousness about these things now. Yeah, the commerce side of things elude me pretty heavily. Hmm. Well, you've also historically had multiple projects on the go, and, mm-hmm. and this Islands record marks on the go. On the go, yeah. <laughs> and this Islands record marks, I believe, the first for your own label. Yes, hopefully not the last. Why did you decide to do this? Our contract was up with our old label and um, I didn't want to renew it and I talked to some labels and you know I didn't have a manager at the time so I was really adrift really lost and didn't know what the next move was if I was even going to release this record this record I almost just shelved it's like I can't figure out what to do with it I can't I don't know where to go label wise I don't know how to do this and then it it kind of came together um, with uh, with this release with a distributor, really like doing all the 
a lot of the legwork and the money stuff and I just get basically get this imprint and I own the record and I yeah it feels good it feels like I, I'm like a, it just feels good to own the music to yeah. own my content and be in control and stuff but the name is also a reference to I mean it's a self deprecating name the name of the label is Monke Music or Monke which is a term for like you know a comedian Monke or a politician Monke would be like a a, a politician or a comedian who who um, showed great prospects at one point and had a lot of uh, potential and became a failure. Never Man. never realized their true potential. I know you said earlier you're feeling good about things, but the more we talk, I'm starting <laughs> to feel like there's a lot going on here. That mm. I feel I feel like I'm just uh, yeah I'm just trying to be. I've just still got that hunger, you know. I think it's healthy. No, it's fine, but you also seem like you're very. No, that's tongue in cheek, Monke. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not kind of. You're not, you're not like self-loathing in any way. You're just oh sure, but who isn't? Isn't everybody? Uh, yeah, I guess you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could think of someone who would. No, I feel like that. a total phony. I feel like I have no right to even be making music. I don't know what I'm doing. Not good. Not technically very good. No, that's not true though. Everyone, I mean, people who like your records really, really like your right, records. Right, and I'm not looking for for um, you weren't fishing compliments. I really am not. I'm just saying the inner. We should get out. We should get out of my head. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you made this record with the Gordon brothers, and mm. it seems to be that, uh, it seems to me anyway, that you're, because you've historically, uh, the the lineup of violence has changed, but yes. this seems to be the longest standing yes. I can't shake them. What's the deal? Why? I can't get rid of them. They these, just are, these are dudes I know from Guelph, Evan and Jordy Gordon. Evan and Jordy brothers, um, probably two of the best people that I've ever met, and the sweetest and the most loyal and um just consistently great at what they do i mean they've been playing they, their father was a folk musician james gordon is a is, folk musician james is. gordon <laughs> and they grew up playing with him they were his backing band and as you know and um they just have they have that in their blood they have like a strong musical work ethic and um they just are fuck they're just the i just feel so lucky and yeah they're kind of like they're the crazy they're my crazy horse or my spiders from mars or you know sure. they're like the david bowie to my iggy pop like i need i i i need them now so do you bring the Can't shake them with, with for ski mask for example which didn't you kind of make this record consecutively or close no to no Mm-mm. you didn't no okay it was a separate enterprise. separate thing right that's what i thought but when you <laughs> there was a bit of crossover, but we we did it piecemeal throughout the year, just sort of working on this record during the promotion of Asleep and a Forgetting. Okay, okay. So when you bring the songs for from for Ski Mask to these guys, are you bringing them kind of in a skeletal form, or and are they adding a bunch of it stuff? It depends. I mean, every song's different. Sometimes I definitely need their contributions. Sometimes the song comes fully formed, and it's more about getting the right sounds and... and but I don't. I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to do that too much because I feel like I'm wasting their talents because they are just really gifted at at arranging and and at writing too. Um, so I try to include them in that process as much as possible. Yeah. Okay. I just was curious if you could, you know, articulate what they bring to the table. Good. Good times. Good times primarily. It's just, It's almost a social. I mean, the I fact mean, that they're brilliant musicians is almost secondary to the fact that you you like them. No, I mean, the the primary thing is how great they are, how quick they are musically, and how simpatico everything is. But, yeah, they're just, 
they're like bro- they're brothers to each other, and <laughs> I feel like I feel a brotherhood w- between myself and them. Nice for sure. Well, um, what happens now for Islands? What are you gonna do <coughs> oh, in the next little while? Your record's out September seventeenth. <laughs> no, no. You're choking on some kind of iced tea, which is unfortunate. Uh, hopefully, we can get over this <coughs> as quickly as possible because. <coughs> Sorry, what was the? <coughs> <laughs> do you need another drink? <coughs> It's always the worst when you choke when you're at the end of your drink. There's nothing really that mm. will help you. I know. You have a little bit left. I got it. You okay? I think I'm good. I was basically asking a what's next for Nick uh, Thorburn question. You know, what's coming up? Because I know that you, you, I'm sure you're going to do some touring behind islands. And I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the record comes out in se- September 17th. Um, or the record is out, depending on when you're hearing this. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try and tour it, really, like, get behind it. Because we didn't promote the last one too much. I was kind of quiet about promotion and and touring and stuff. So we're going to go, we're going to kind of try and go hard and and, uh, get the word out, get the, spread the good, spread the gospel. Yeah, you do that. But what I was, where I was going is that I know you. And I know that another project is probably looming. There's probably something else you're already working on. Right? Is this um, normally been the case? It is normally the case. Not not entirely. I mean, I I have loose plans with LP of uh well, of his own LP. I mean, LP of LP, but he uh, he worked he's been in the in the uh, musical uh minds with uh, Run the Jewels with Killer Mike. Um we you're on his amazing LP's amazing record. Yes, yes, cancer, yes. Yeah. yeah, I am. I am Cancer for Cure. Cancer for Cure, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? I, I, I basically was like Dennis Leary. I Dennis Leary, the album title. I was like, nope. no cure for cancer. No, I said cure for cancer, but you're right. It is cancer for cure. Um, he is. Yeah, we've, we've been working slowly on a project for three years now. But Just uh, you and LP? Yeah. So that's on the back burner. And then Mr. Heavenly's always like talking. And Human Highway. Jim, I want to make another record with Jim. I love Jim so much. He's... My favorite musician of all time. How about That Takes Time by Jim? It's my favorite record of the year. Isn't it great? Yeah, I think it's sick that... I think it makes me physically sick that people aren't talking about it more. Yeah. It's criminal. You you have this... It doesn't make me physically sick. (laughs) It pisses me off. It's frustrating. But he didn't really do it. He just put it out and kind of let it... He's very calm about... He has a very calm... Unlike me, he's very at peace with well he doesn't want to tour behind it he doesn't yeah. really want to he didn't put a lot of promotional money mm-hmm. behind it and you know as a Polaris music prize juror or whatever I made it I voted for that thing it was number <coughs> one it didn't didn't help I wasn't able to help it mm. onto that short list or whatever and that's kind of stuff that does help someone like him because he's not going to tour yeah he's done like he's doing a couple shows but not, not that much yeah maybe he needs to wear like a robot outfit yes and speaking a French accent or something. Yeah, maybe. That seems to be helping. Well, so you that's great to hear that you're interested in doing another Human Highway project. Yes, yes. I am totally... Thank you. All of your food has arrived. I, I can wait. I can wait. Um, yeah, I would love to because I love Jim. I love his music and getting a chance to play with him and sing with him is... Uh, I feel so blessed. I feel so blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> All right, well, I want to let you go because your food is here. Uh, if we were to get permission from somebody to play a song from the New Islands record right now, what song would that be? Hush Tones. You want to, you want to hear the song Hush Tones? Yeah. Now, why is that? Why did that come to mind? I don't know, because it's, uh, 
I don't know. Because it's a good song. There's no... You want to say anything about it? Or? Oh, uh, like, cue it up. Um, tee it up. Um, uh, it's a song. It's kind of... It's not an outlier on the record, but it's it's the most synthy and drum machine-y of the bunch. It's... Um, Kind of like a, a new in a new order sort of vein, I guess. But uh, it's good. It was it was kind of about it was kind of just more of the same, but more of I don't know. I don't know how to describe. I can't talk about my uh, the you meanings should. and stuff. But yeah, I, I don't put know. you in this position, and I apologize. I yeah. just wanted to see if there was some insight. But well, well we can just hear it, and maybe yeah. it makes. I'll tell you off the record. Maybe it speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. you can tell me off the record. Sure. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. All right, Nick. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. You too, Vish. And thanks for opening up on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Hush Tones.
Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.